This is episode 206 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel Bald Predictions Manzano. You know, it was my bald prediction ended up being a bald prophecy <laughs> as I'm looking right here on the screen today. Will Triple is the new double Hagwood? Uh, buzz cut the hook? No. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> and Ryan eating seafood this weekend, Stan Azuski. Beyond Bon Calo, we'll have to just taste the, the, the best fare possible. Uh, I'm not playing, but I'll go there and enjoy, enjoy the food. That's, that's um, nom, 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 nom. I'm in, man. Well, uh, today, I want to tell you, today we've got a jam pack show for you today. Um, our podcast is brought to you by the Galactic Championship Series starting this weekend, May 1st, with Armand Kala Qualifier. Visit GoldSquadronPodcast.com, click the link in the description down below, or type exclamation point galaxies to get your tickets or just read up and have more information. So, Moncala is this weekend. Super excited about it, but I wanted to take a second and talk a little bit about Galaxy's prizes in general because I today today I will tell you it was just a beautiful day, absolutely beautiful day. Um, I got from our uh, uh, from our awesome from GSP's official artist, okay, uh, Corey Held. He's, he is officially Gold Seven. He showed off today to me. Uh, he he said he says he's not done, but I look at this and I go, this looks pretty amazing. Uh, the template trays. Now we showed off, I believe it was last week, the uh, the medals that are happening for the top 32. Here we go. For those of you watching live, you'll be able to see it. If you can't see it live and you're just listening, uh, we'll try to paint you a picture with our words. We'll go ahead and show off here. There is the template trays that are going to be given away in the Galactic Championship finale. Absolutely wonderful. Now, for anybody who wants a picture with their words, let me explain what you're looking at here. The inspiration was essentially the cover is the plating, the whole plating of a ship. And you open it up to reveal the innards, the wires, the conduits of the... Um, uh, of the ship and the templates themselves are kind of think about like power cells and different things in there now what we don't have spoiled is what the design on the actual templates will be that's to be determined right now but absolutely gorgeous design by Corey I, I, I am I am absolutely loving it now if you're wondering what do you have to do to get your hands on uh, on those template trays well I will tell you it will, it will not be easy because only Four people can actually get their hands on those, uh, at least winning them, and uh, that's the top four of the Battle for Alderaan. That's the finale, so time to duke it out for uh, for those template trades because it is nice, super nice, and uh, this is something that we're actually going to be doing as as a bit of a series um, in the in the future is is trying to get some different inspiration for different ships, different factions, and this is uh, this is our first one. Corey, absolutely. Killing it, absolutely killing it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys like it because I know I I am a big fan. And then additionally, additionally, um, I got I posted it on Instagram today 
are uh, the Death Star target locks came in the target lock set, which gives you an opportunity to look at the um, what, basically what are the rest of them going to end up looking like. And what I'll do here really quickly is I will give you a uh, a quick preview of that. I will turn to my my individual camera and I will grab them from our our little photo box here. But if you haven't seen these, they're absolutely gorgeous. We again we have a better picture on Instagram than what you're going to get right now but uh but yeah absolutely gorgeous like we said they are uh, golden they represent the planet that they're on these are going to be given away uh during the uh, uh battle for Ol alderaan finale and just uh, gold on the back the one is the marker to show what ship target lock it is and one is the actual lock that you put out there on an enemy ship so just uh, absolutely awesome absolutely awesome it is great these days where the where, where, when the prizes come in I got more stuff on the table but I can't uh, I can't I can't show them all off okay I can't show them all off <laughs> so wanted to do that now with talking about the prizes, this weekend's Moncala, I wanted us to make some bold predictions on what we think could happen this weekend. We haven't had a, a large-scale uh, extended contest like this in a little bit, a single weekend event. As of right now, let me see how many people actually completed their, uh, their registration as of right now. I know it's over 100... Uh, 118 people plus it looks like there's about 20 people who still need to be accepted so we're, we're gonna end up being in around the 130s somewhere around there people competing this weekend maybe a little bit more there's always a, f a influx of people who sign up last minute on the Thursday and the Friday so uh, it is gonna be an awesome way to go jump into it now gentlemen it's extended We've gotten three new sets. We've been talking about it the last three weeks. We talked about the new Scum, Empire, and Rebel, and all of the weird new things they can do. Now, Marcel thought he was real cute earlier when we were discussing what we're doing with the show. And he goes, prediction, Hera makes the cut. And we all, we, we all just rolled our eyes. We all rolled our eyes. Marcel, we said bold predictions. I am a prophet. <laughs> I know. I see these things coming. I saw the bald prediction, and I see Hera uh, in our uh, future. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get it started. Let's get it started. Um, anybody want to go first? Bold prediction for Moncala. It's okay to be wrong. They will not make the cut. How's that? Is <laughs> what, say that again? No, nah, it's a terrible one, too. <laughs> All right. Vader, Defender, no cut, but that's, that's not. My, my bold prediction is that Kanan in a Hawk will have a higher placement than Hera Syndulla. Mm, I think okay. people are going to start to figure out Kanan limiting the offense of the enemy against the friendly ships, and people are probably putting together their scum combinations and extended that are there. And Kanan in a Hawk with Maul crew can be really devastating to any three or less ship lists offense. All right. All right. Will? Uh, there won't be a generic in the final. Ooh. No generics. Everybody with a real name. 
spacers be like we're real too no no spacers no blacks no uh black squadron aces or veterans there's a lot of black squadron mm. um but i'm trying to think of what are the what are the strikers Black Scouts? Black Squadron Black Scouts. Scouts, yeah. Scouts. No Inquisitors, no Barons of the Empire. No barons. Not in the final. Not in the final. Okay. All right. I'm sure they'll come real close. Marcel. So the dog ate my homework, but I uh, just made it up right now. So um, I think it's in the same vein as uh, William. I think that the this last wave has the biggest impact, immediate impact on the meta from day one. It had it with Hera and Discipline and all, Nash and all these other stuff. Uh, nothing in the new wave will make the final. Oh, that is a that is a bold prediction, sir. All right. Well, Are you including upgrades? Nothing in the new wave will make the final. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. For myself, you know what? I, I have been on the Vader train for a while now. And I figure, you know what? I'm just going to keep rolling the dice with Vader. Vader makes the final. Vader in the Defender makes the final. Is He's my fighting already. We can't both win now. I almost is made it? the same thing, but I, I, I made myself be, let's be a little more realistic here. <laughs> and let's go with Kanan doing better than Hera. But I, that's not to say I, if... You know, Dion, we could get both. Vader could be in the final against someone with Kanan. And we we both win, right? W. W. Easy. <laughs> Easy, baby. <laughs> oh, man. that That's awesome. So those are our bold predictions. We'll see what ends up happening. Super excited. Remember, the action uh, is based in Atlanta, Georgia time zone. That's Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And uh, player meeting starts at 9 a.m. Dice are rolling at 10, and we will be live for six rounds, six rounds of X-Wing action. So super excited about that. Should be super fun. Oh, by the way, Will, to answer your question from earlier, yes is my answer to that. Will I need help? Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> super, super random. I, just, I was like, wait, I realized I hadn't <laughs> answered Will yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that's an inside joke for just me and you, then. That's it. fantastic. It's just me and you. All right. <laughs> so um, now we're going to talk about an upcoming, another upcoming event that's happening that for you, our community this is a streaming event this is just a viewing event for you guys you guys sit back and get to watch the gsp crew battle it out yes we are bringing back the gold squadron showdown pew, 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 pew. I, I, i'm i'm pumped i'm hyped for the showdown now if you don't know what we're talking about um the idea is this is going to be a streamed round robin competition between the four of us GSP hosts. Now, the way round robin works, we'll essentially each play against each other one time, and that'll determine a winner. We'll have six total rounds in. There is a situation, depending on how it goes, where we might need a seventh if there's a tie, but it's unlikely. If it happens, we'll figure it out. Now, um, some rules have changed from last time. One of the bigger things that's happening is we're going to be actually doing it in person. Uh, per CDC guidelines, because we're going to be doing it in my home, and all four of us are fully vaccinated as well as our, our, our partners and everybody who's going to be here, we can be together without masks and, and be able to put on the show for you guys. So 
super excited about that. Uh, so we, number one is just making hugs, sure hugs will be had and given. That's right. That's right. And cookies I think will be consumed. <laughs> they will many, be made. They cookies. will be consumed. <laughs> I, I expect a doggy bag to take some home. <laughs> you take as much as you want. It's going to be cookies for whoever's there, including Kayla, including your family, Dion and Will. If you want to bring home to anyone, too. Arwen the Cookie Bandit. <laughs> like there's like you're gonna there's gonna be extra cookies when you give them to me. <laughs> I get a last. <laughs> and yes, uh, I think is it, is it uh, Lan Bolo in the chat says, guys, who's ready to see human hands moving ships? I know, guys, they're real. Hands are they're real things. We're gonna have to use them. Oh, it's gonna be so ugly. Gotta do, gotta do like the the hand twister where you know you get the judge to help hold a ship and then hold another ship and then check an arc or move or man, bumping into a ship in a mess of ships that's all been automated. <laughs> it's going to be so bad and it's going to be beautiful now let's talk about how this competition works you guys know that we're going to be playing a total of six rounds maybe seven you know that we're going to be in person and 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 of course we're going to try to figure out who wins a showdown Round one, uh, sorry, we're going to be doing a draft. Let me get back to it. We're going to be doing a draft. Now, this draft is going to have a total of eight rounds, okay? has Have a total of eight rounds, but it kind of works a little weird. So, round one is pilot bans, okay? So, depending on the draft order, we go, boom, this pilot cannot be played with. Round two, upgrade bans. This upgrade cannot show up in anybody's list, Okay? Then rounds through the, through eight are pilot drafts. Okay, now if a generic is picked, a couple of things end up triggering. That generic now becomes a unique pilot. Okay, and only that player can put it in their list. So let's say I picked up the uh, Baron of the Empire. All right. If I picked up the Baron of the Empire, I can only have one of them in my list and nobody else can build with them. Now, here's a couple of the other rules with that. Um, when you're list building, you have to um, you can use the following. You can use your drafted pilots. You can use any free agent pilots. So anybody who didn't get picked up. Um, and as long as you're adhering to any of the bands, you must build a total of three different lists. OK, none of your lists can have the same pilots in them. You have to have at least two different factions and no, you don't have to actually build using the ships that you draft. You can block people be like, you know what? I want to use my draft pick to make sure that uh, Marcel cannot have ZZ to low, you know? I, I, my first pick might literally just be a spite pick, okay? Who knows? Who knows? All right. I want to clarify the oh, I do, when I, you when you said use at least two different factions. That means between like the three full lists. Because yeah, I think Nobby was saying oh mixed faction lists. No, so no, 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 no mixed factions list. No mixed faction list. Out so, of your three lists, you must build at least two different factions. Question. Sorry about the the, the confusion there. Yeah. When you're picking, are we picking uniques, or are we, what I mean by that is is Hera. Hera A-Wing or is Hera Hera? Hera A-Wing. So uh, somebody could take Hera A-Wing, somebody could take Hera B-Wing. Yeah, you could have yeah. Hera. Well, <laughs> you got to have three different factions, though. But yes. 
No, I'm saying I can take Hera VCX and you take A-Wing Hera. Yeah, I can and, take I, and I also saw something about a ban list. I don't know if I'm jumping the... Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I was like, re- I, I you know, I read this as we go along. So it's- <laughs> oh, oh, I know, I know. I, yeah. But I even I just read it to you. So not uh, only did you not read it, you didn't even listen to what I said. So, either. Well, I was you stuck know, on was... what you said before. It was, it was so the first intriguing. thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> so hypothetical here, right? Yep. Will picks Baron of the Empire. That means uh-huh. though he only gets one of them. But if it if it never gets picked by any of us, you can have as many barons as you want. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Just clarifying that. And that's mm-hmm. and we're only getting one pilot ban and one upgrade ban. Uno. Total of four each. Or four total. Excuse me. Okay. Four pilots <laughs> are banned. Four upgrades are banned. Yep. Okay. Now, you can, because of the way it works, you could ban pilots by using your picks on them. But again, that's risky business, right? It's it's a pseudo ban because you can, like I said, I can, with the first pick in the draft, I select uh, Hera A-Wing and never intend to build a rebel list. Like, literally just use it so that it can't be played. So, yeah, should be fun. <laughs> So that's the plan. Can now, I, go ahead. Can I ban Will? You cannot. Oh. <laughs> you cannot ban players. <laughs> Can you pick players? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> now, uh, let's go ahead and give you guys the dates because I know people, people, uh, you know, they're excited. Now, now that they know what it is, they're like, wait, 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 wait. Can you tell me again? All right. So, uh, not next weekend. But the following weekend, okay? Like, literally, we have our schedule planned for almost the whole entire month, okay? Until we get to uh, until we, until we get to the end of May. So, next week, we're going to be breaking down what happens at Moncala. But then, May 10th is the draft. Uh, we're going to use the podcast to draft, okay? So, you guys will be live. Who's watching here live in the chat will be able to, uh, you know bully us on our on our picks oh my god how would why would you pick that dion why do you hate a-wing literally all my picks are going to be resistance a-wing so nobody can fly them that's it all right that's my plan okay i'm I'm putting my draft strategy out there right now okay (laughs) so that's happening may 10th is we're doing the draft here live on the podcast then what I was thinking, guys, now this is a question to you guys. I was thinking we give either a week or two for us to build the lists, and then we make the lists public. Like they're out there, okay? Like they, they, they are out there. And then when we get to the actual, actual event, May 22nd, that weekend – it's on like Donkey Kong. We're also having the GSP sleepover on Friday night. That's going to be fun. But that's for us and not for you. I'm sorry, stream. Okay? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll start streaming randomly playing video games or something. Who knows? The, the, the sky's the limits. What's up, Ryan? I have a question. Yeah. How are we determining what lists go up against which list from another player? Good question. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. It's blind. You have to play all three of your lists, 
But you, you basically, you look each other in the eye, and you determine, all right, I'm going to put this one down. We're going to have little cards, all right, A, B, and C, and flip, and that's the matchup. And essentially, when you get to your last game, you know exactly what list you're going to so, play because it's the one that's left. So it'll be like last time. You can only play each list once. Yeah. So you're saying and you can each other. I mean, potentially, yeah. That's a possibility. Okay. But, but, the but counters you, are potentially there depending on... You, you have know. to know what the other person's going to fly to counter. I mean, we could take strong guesses. Well, the list is going to be public. The list are going to be public by the time. <laughs> right? Like, I saw, I saw your draft fix. Uh, well, because by Dion's uh, logic, or not logic rules, I guess... Logical rules is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so by by what he said, I can take all rebel stuff just to make sure none of y'all fly rebel, sure. and then fly all the leftover, all the best leftover imperials. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you could take like wedge, corin, and AP five, and we'd be like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to build or using it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, And the way this is going down, guys, is every game will be streamed, okay? Because there's, in a round, the way it works with a four person round robin, there's only six games, potentially seven, like we said, maybe. But every single game will be streamed, and whoever's not playing on the GSP studio table will be commentating here in this office. With you guys, all right? And so we'll, eating cookies. And eating cookies, all righty? So that, that should be tons and of fun. water. That's right. <laughs> yes. All right. Stay hydrated, everyone. <laughs> all right. So this, this should be super fun. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Now, I know I have already received several people asking, hey, can, I, can I come? Can I come? We are, we're, it, this is closed. It's closed to the public uh, right now. No matter how much I love you, we're, it's just going to be us four our families and loved ones, you know, they, they can come. But just, just to keep it under control, it's the first event here at the Gold Squadron Studios. I'm super excited uh, about it. And, uh, and you know, I got I to gotta work up to Devin letting me let, like, 100 people into this house, okay? Like, we got we to gotta, just gotta work it up. You know, we'll start with, like, eight and see where it goes from there, okay? <laughs> so uh it should be it should be fun it should be fun all right (laughs) all righty now that we got that uh that through oh wait i forgot something i forgot something the prize what do we get if we win okay now will i owe you a championship belt I know, I know that. I haven't, haven't given you that one. I was going to say, that, I yeah. mean, like, if we're going to get that clear yeah. belt again. <laughs> no, I, 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 owe you, I owe you one. Um, but okay, right. originally. Give me one of those little mini ones. How big were those little mini ones? They're, 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 they're like wrist they're size? Like, they're about, about wrist size, yeah. So, so the plan is. Like bicep size, like this, you know, 24-inch pythons? Not on these biceps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So the plan the, originally the plan was to make it like a traveling trophy. Uh, the, that that's thrown out the window. We're just gonna give it to each person. So whoever's the winner of this one, I'll get them made at the same time. We'll do last year and this year together, and then we'll get that rolling. But more importantly than championship belts, five hundred dollars to the charity of their choice. Okay, charity of your choice, 
$500 going uh, going to there, and I figured what we can do on the day of, we can uh, we can announce who we're fighting for. Okay, it should be should be super fun, and uh, I I am excited. I am I mean not only to play X Wing with you beautiful people, uh, but also just to hang out, and uh, it should be good. <laughs> it's Meow. been far too long. What's it been, has been. Has it seriously been since like nineteen worlds? Yes. What did you say? The what? Event? Like uh, 2019 world. The, the last we, time we've seen each other in person. After that? No, uh, we no, no, uh, LVO. We had to, yeah, there you go. Well, I know at least Dion LVO. Uh, that was it. La that was in January, it was, right? it was Las Vegas, and then I also went to the the last one I went to was was the San Antonio System Open. The mm. one that Duncan won. That's right. That's right. That was it. Or maybe not San Antonio. Fort Fort Worth. Uh, Texas. It was in Texas. But yeah, sure. that was it. But yeah, should should be cool, man. Being able to put on this event, uh, I'm, I am, Ooh, I am yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, snap it the to a The will rise to the top. <laughs> 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 I'm excited. Now, what we're gonna do is today, with the rest of our time, is um, we're gonna. Do, we're going to hit up some of your listener questions. We are way behind in questions of the week, like way behind because we were we've been I, I, got, I got sick. We were d taking care of other little series that we were doing. So we are diving. We are digging deep in the question of the week. Ben, we have already pulled out three to get started with. They're pretty good discussion points. And uh, we also got a list of the week that we pulled. We'll see where we get and we will see where the river takes us. We're just going to go with the flow. All right. So we're going to start right here uh, with Jake. And again, by the way, if you want to submit questions of the week, you can do so on our Discord, exclamation point Discord, or click the link in the description down below. We have a ton of amazing people on there talking about X-Wing. I would tell you the most popping channel in there is the X-Wing rules section because people love to talk about X-Wing rules. <laughs> Let's do this. How does one... Start up a new X-Wing community at a new game shop. We have two people, but how do we attract more? So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the floor. I know I have my thoughts. I'm gonna see what your guys' ideas first, and then we 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 fill in. Anybody want to jump in? Take it. Uh, so I got I got two off the top of my head that always uh, fantastic. Get uh, some sort of. It doesn't have to be like a fancy business card or something like that, but just like a, a flyer to give out, uh, have the store give out the flyer that says when you're trying to meet up for X-Wing, if it's like a Thursday night at 6 p.m. in the gaming room, uh, have that information given out with every X-Wing purchase to give a stack of flyers to the store and be like, hey, if someone sells an X-Wing or buys an X-Wing ship, make sure they get a flyer or two. The second thing would be to have that regular game night. I guess maybe that might be the first thing, but have a set time every week where people can show up. Don't make it Tuesday, then Wednesday, or like anything like that. Just have it at the same time every week. Be consistent. Nice, right? 
I would say make sure you have some level of social media presence, uh, whether it is a Facebook group, which is extremely common, uh, become more popular, Discord servers. If there are already dedicated Facebook groups and Discord servers for your region, whether it's a state, whether it's a general county area, or anywhere in the world, right? Just if it's set up, make sure that you have a presence within there, posting about events, posting about interest, even before you just say, I'm just gonna throw an ex a, a, a this format event on this day and this time and just hope people come take some time like a couple weeks to a month beforehand poll some people ask what they're looking for are they missing out on something is there a day that's best for everyone so take your time do a little bit of research use social media as a platform to not only promote events and gatherings you're trying to put together but also to get a better feeling of what people really want so that you can better set yourself up for success for people to show up i like it marcel what do you think i think i broke the notes i was trying to like readjust the size and i think i broke it so i fixed it uh all right that's that's what we that's what we learned to expect from you dion thank you um so Here's the thing. It says, how does someone start a new X-Wing community at, at a new game shop? So this question kind of goes two ways for me. Um, because uh, it it depends. When you say new game shop, do you mean, you know, uh, it's different. Like, if you, are you starting a new game shop in North Dakota? Or are you starting a new game shop in downtown Chicago, well, actually downtown Chicago doesn't have any game shops in the Chicago suburbs or, you know, uh, New York, Maryland or something like that, where there's a lot of players already. So in North Dakota, what uh, Ryan and Will said, if you're talking about starting a new game shop because a new store opened up and there's already three or four stores out there, I would say first find out what other game stores are out there and what days they have their league nights. So if they have their league nights on Mondays and Thursdays, make sure you pick something that doesn't bounce up with them and then go to their league nights and then become part of their community and then say, hey, if you if, if you don't have enough X-Wing in your life and Mondays ain't doing it for you, we also, we're also starting to do Wednesdays at, at so-and-so place. So um, I would say that just, just um, if it's a new store, but not necessarily about all the noise. Um, that's why there's no game shops here. Um, the yeah, so I would say if it's a new store, but it's there's already an existing community there. It's just tap in and make sure you don't overlap your your game nights and you become part of their game nights, and it'll be reciprocal. And then to to continue to add on to that, um, when you actually get somebody through the door at your new shop. Um, you know, you're going to have to have, have a way to approach them, right? One of the, one of the things that I find sometimes is sometimes I, and I, uh, Jake, I don't, I don't know you as a person or, but I'm just going to say this in general. There are some people who ask questions like, I wonder why people didn't show up to X, but then they didn't actively try to reach out for reach out to people or talk to people it's important that if you're trying to build something you need to 
You need to make sure that you're doing outreach. All, all the things that Will, Marcel, and Ryan talked about here t is, is outreach. You are going to have to be if, – if you are naturally an introverted person, you're going to need to come out of your shell just a little bit to make sure that you're making those connections because people – People tend to stay and hang out for things for a couple of different reasons. One of them might be Star Wars, right? Like that's probably the, the most generic pool. It's like, hey, that is that a Star Wars game? I like that. That's cool. Another thing is just people. Like if they have a good interaction with you to start with, there's a better chance that they're going to come back. It's like, hey, that person seemed really cool. They seem like a cool person. I think I will come back and play uh, because I'll tell I'll tell you real quick. I have definitely been to situations where it's like, hey, I want to try out this activity. And the person was a jerk, not really friendly at all, was kind of rude. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. And I just never went back. Like it was just it, I did. And there's there, there was. I could have possibly enjoyed that activity, but because of one interaction, I decided that eh, wasn't for me. All right. You could turn off somebody really, really quick. So it's important that you're being an ambassador for your location. And then one other thing is that when you actually get them playing this, this, this person, these people, keep it simple at first. Keep it simple. I highly suggest taking a look at the uh, teaching my wife to play X-Wing series because we, we talk about some different ways to you know, take a beginner and a couple of different ways you can go approach them. We talk about some beginner tips there. Uh, that'd be great. And, uh, and just have conversation with people. Like it's just really try to build friendships. It, it really, that being friends is, is the fastest way to grow things because the reality is that us as people, we, most of the time, even if you're an introverted person, you do enjoy the company of other people and, uh, you know, and, and you, you want those times for, if, you, if you're into playing games, you're at least going to want to talk to people a little bit. So those are my suggestions. Those are my suggestions. All right. Let's keep it going. Uh, Fallen707 asks, do you ever think we will see electro proton bomb in hyperspace? Now, Ryan, no. I'm going to, I'm going to ask, I'm going to, I'm going to get this to you. You're our hyperspace, uh, biggest advocate thoughts. Maybe. I mean, it's, that, that's that, that, that's the real answer I can give you is maybe. Um, what is it? Ten points now. Hold on. Eleven. Electro proton bomb. You know, I, I will say, "Hello World" in the chat did say, "Do you think we'll even see it yeah. in extended?" Just because people people really do not Oof. play this very often. Yeah, so it, it is ten points. It does require, if you if people recall, you need to have uh, reload, and you, it does take up your modification slot and the bomb slot. Obviously, its effect is pretty crazy, uh, but it also takes longer for it to explode and go off because it starts to fuse. I. I think there are too many other good bombs that you can put into play for cheaper and not have it be a focal point in your list for it to matter for if it's in hyperspace or extended anyway. Will it be in hyperspace? Probably in the future. Will it matter? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I know that those those type of questions are they're definitely a little bit difficult to answer because th- that's essentially asking uh, not only a um, like a game design question how how will AMG take the reins there, but then also how will people per- perceive it meta wise? Like, what's the co- here, here? You know what? I will. I'm going to alter the deal. Currently, it's ten points. The most popular bomb is thermal detonators, right? Which is currently at three. Is that right? Three points for four bombs, four drops total. How many points does electron, uh, electro proton bomb need to be where all of a sudden you're starting to look away, you know, the, the bad boyfriend meme, right? Where you start looking away from the thermals and uh, you start looking at that electro proton bomb. You only get one. Happens one time. How many points? I think you got to start at eight to be play to be playable. Uh, so I would say eight for it to see some play. Um, probably six or seven for it to get a little bit more consistency. Because think about it, uh, you're talking about one-time bombs. That's the um, uh, the, the the little bow tie looking thingy thingamajigger. Um, I literally yeah. have no idea. Are you talking about which one? Connor which one shaped like a bow tie? Con- Connor, yeah, 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 yeah. Connor, 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 the blue bow tie. There you go. Uh, so that one is three points. It's a one time only with a damage and an ion effect. I mean, I'll be it's it's. I would say better than electro because it it it's like immediate gratification, especially it impacts two turns. You drop it on them. They can't. They can only focus that turn, and then next turn they're ionized, and then they, again they can only focus one time um, for three points. And that one you're starting to see some play, but it, but when it was more than three points. You ha- it had no play whatsoever. Um, proximity mines six points, uh, one auto damage potential of three damage twice per per game. So I would say it's equivalent to a proximity mine, especially because there's so it's so easy to uh, it's area denial. It's probably going to do it's probably going to hit less people, but it's going to clear the area. So mm-hmm. it's got to use. I mean, if you're if you're trying to run for points and say, hey, I want, I want you know, you, you just want everybody to run away. Um, but um, or you want to break up a swarm, say, OK, now you're not in formation anymore. But other than that. Anyway, long way of saying eight for it to see play, six or seven for it to see consistent play. All right. I mean, Will, you got any thoughts on Electro Proton? Um, I think as long as Gamut Key is in hyperspace, Electro Proton won't be. Uh, freezing somebody's weapons disabled is not. Oh. It's not hyperspace. <laughs> That's not a thing. Uh, I think it's the currently the only way to do it, uh, to proactively do it. Um, my guess was six. Like I would fly it in a lot more list at six points. It just has so many requirements, though. Um, and the new Wyomings can't take it. They don't even have mod slots. Uh, there's a, very few ships with reload that would uh, can take it. Well, I guess um, almost every ship with reload can probably take this bomb. Is there a ship what? with reload that doesn't have a bomb slot? Quick question. Do you mean a mod slot? No, a bomb slot, but what's up, Marcel? So you're saying um, 
I don't think it's that big of a deal with Gamut because Gamut, um, he Kimochila. he, he could only it. do it like every other turn. So it's not like he. Oh, well, it only keep, happened once. Yeah, like it's not like he can keep that time. weapons disabled indefinitely. It's like okay, you just spent. Uh, well, currently you just spent fourteen points plus Gamut to uh, to d- disable somebody twice, which is I mean, good. Yeah, but, but if that's like Ray, if you stopped Ray from shooting twice in a row, well, if I if, well, Ray, if my Falcon is disabled. Falc a big base ship with a boost is like okay disengage come around like there's 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 outs to it and you know and and it's gotta land Ooh, i didn't even think about so many, uh so many domino effects that have to happen in order uh, for that. i didn't even think about this but so the only way you can actually get the each ship all right so let me just read this each ship uh rolls four dice uh and they lose the shield for a blank ion for eyeball and hint and gains one disarm token for each crit result. Uh, so what, yeah, loses the shield for blanks. Ions mostly. Uh, you can Dooku the crits on it. Wow. <laughs> uh, Dooku! Oh, it's always Dooku! Oh, it's always Dooku. <laughs> so Because uh, the Separatists can take Estrada, right? Well, they have, they have trajectory launching bombardiers, don't they? Uh, what, uh, Ryan, help me out. What are they called? Bombardment drones. Yeah, is it? Oh, it's just bombardment drone. Bombardment drone. Yeah, yeah. They could trajectory that, and the Dooku could come up and be like disabled. Uh, that's nasty. But are you willing to pay for it? Is really what it comes down to right now. At ten points, people aren't. Now here is something. Uh, I think it was. Yes. Uh, was it first time caller? Uh, no, Atticus. Atticus said, people only really play the cheapest bomb. I mean, you're right. It's you're efficiency. Right. For, yeah, for the efficiency. But right now, thermal detonators are value, baby. It's like, how about the – yes, yes, four – you could drop four total bombs. You're going to drop four total bombs. That could be four turns of dropping bombs. Um and even if it's one dice, it still has that same aerial denial. We have to think about flying it uh, effect. It's it's so good. It's so good right now. And I mean, it, if if thermal detonator starts to go up, then people will just probably switch to seismics. Like that's what was probably one of the most popular ones beforehand. But yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I like it. So, I mean, Fallen, hopefully you enjoyed the, uh, <laughs> the Electro Proton discussion. Now, uh, Z Swizzle has got a bit of a deeper question. A bit of a deeper question. Um, and uh, the, the, the crux here is they're saying that they're, they're a newer player. And due to COVID, they have not had an opportunity to play in person uh, versus met most of the factions. The only ones they have are the one they played against are the ones that they have with their some of their local friends. Okay, it sounds like this person probably doesn't play online. Would be my guess. It sounds it sounds like that. Um, but I'll go ahead and read this bottom paragraph. It says um, there have been games where I felt at a significant disadvantage due to not having a good understanding of the opposing faction, maneuver options, chassis, pilot abilities. 
What advice can you give for relatively new players trying to learn more about factions they don't see on the table very often? Now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the watermelon that's on this one. Now, um, uh, Z Swizzle, there, there's a couple things. If you're willing to play online, not sure if you are, but if you are, that is a great tool. The first thing you should do because it is. Besides the fact of uh, of paying for Tabletop Simulator. But once you do, it's play the factions that you don't know. Play the factions that you don't know. Like, if if you don't know something, you got you to get to know the enemy before you can fight it. Play with those things you don't know. You'll probably be bad at it at first. And that's okay because the whole point of it is to experiment and just try to just get more familiar with the ships. Okay? And uh, that allows you to, you know, spam as many of a certain copy of a ship as you need very easily. Um, but if you're only playing in person, if you're only playing in person uh, and, you, and you don't play digital X-Wing, um, my next suggestion is you need to watch games. You have access to Discord. That means you have access to YouTube. We have a massive, absolutely massive catalog of games from all factions, all kinds of prototype of uh, excuse me of, of faction archetypes, uh, from all the way from recruit level all the way up until ace championship level games. Watch those games, watch those games, and look at the choices. Uh, there's there's two different ways. This is going into a little bit of a different topic, but I I tend to say that there's two different ways to watch a game of X Wing. You could be watching for like just pure entertainment, like you're there for the ride, the ups and downs. And then there's what I'm going to call tactical viewing, where you don't so much care about what happens on the dice. You're there for looking at the maneuvers. Why did they make these choices? How do their car cards combo? And see the different decision trees that people make. Now, sometimes those things converge. Like you could be entertained by that. But essentially, what's the purpose of your watching? That's what I got. Um, I may have taken a lot of that answer. Do you guys have anything else? <laughs> I, got, I got an easy one. Um, it's become common practice online um, with a... Uh, ooh, well, I had to hit it as like a TT mod of, uh, TTS mod of, or, of the week or something. But there is a... Um, in tabletop simulator, there's a card that you just put onto a ship and then it shows the, the dial of the ship. Um, if you have launch bay, Gatsby uh, shows these maneuver things uh, as well. Maneuver things, you know, I'm, <laughs> the, the, the maneuvers, the, the maneuvers uh, of available to each ship. Uh, so if you haven't played against a ship before, or even if you're just not familiar, uh, either uh, look at their dial, ask to see their dial, uh, do it multiple times if need be, or if you have access to it, um, pull it up on Yasby, pull it up on Launch Bay. Is there any other real-world places they could find out dials? Maybe if they, maybe if the person you're playing with has an extra dial, mm -hmm. they can just give you the extra T70 dial. And that way you could spin it in your hands. Uh, that's a great reference. Uh, someone pointed out, like, yeah, learning that defenders have a white 4K, uh, not something you want to learn halfway through a battle. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I do a white 4K. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, things like uh, stops as well. I'll be like, I didn't know that. Like, what? You just did a reverse maneuver? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, those, those maneuvers will catch you by surprise. So taking a moment to, like I said, they had an extra dial. That would be preferred. So mm-hmm. That way you just have it and spin it uh, when you need to. But like I said, there's some other references for that um, specifically. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting some some die like inspired by the TTS version of getting some of those cards printed up and making them available for people. Um, one of the challenges is just because there are so many ships. One of the other options that I know uh, our buddy Jeremy had for a long time, now it's a little bit outdated by now, but making little maneuver cards. Now, they were really tiny, but you could find on this card uh, the maneuver dials for specific ships basically were sorted by faction. Uh, mm-hmm. So that could be an option as well. And... Uh, I mean, chat, let me know if that's something you'd like to get to get made. Maybe since we have so many ships now, we can get them printed on more like tarot sides cards, a little bit bigger. <laughs> so you can have that with reference with people starting to uh, to play more in person. Yeah. So I'll take yeah, the pickle of the answer. <laughs> so um, I would say. Are you making fun of the fact that I called I called my answer a watermelon? I just mean like it's easy, easy to hit. It's a baseball reference. Like, oh, you threw watermelon. me a watermelon. Easy to hit. Isn't that All like right. uh, that that one comedian that just hits it with a hammer? That's the Gallagher? Only... Gallagher? Gallagher, there you does. go. Yeah. No. Anyway, but anyway. Pickles are easy to hit, too. <laughs> you can just have a pickled watermelon. How's that? How's that, Ooh. buddy? Um, so I would say something that um, I would recommend if you, don't, if you don't play online, obviously, the best answer is always play it play online you know play online more and you play against people all around the world and you get exposure to a lot of different stuff if you don't do that uh depending on how much time you got i'm a big fan of just list building and building online so just go on yasby go on what you know whatever whatever list builder that you use and just build yourself a list for a couple lists, like four or five lists, even if you don't own the faction, because I know a lot of people that are only playing in person, maybe you only bought into like one or two factions, so you only have Rebels and Resistance or something like that. Mm-hmm. But go on List Builder, go on Yasby or something like that and build lists and say like, oh, this would be cool and, and act like you're going to fly them and, and just build it as if you were going to take it to a, to a, to a game night, a tournament, you know, league night, whatever it is. And that's a really good way to get familiarized with the interactions between different cards, what cards are available to them, what pilots are available to them. So if you only got resistance, go and build a republic, a couple of republic lists and try to see what fits in a republic list. And um, it's basically homework. I mean, you're having, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if you're having fun because I have fun doing that. Some people don't <laughs> have fun doing that. Uh, but you may have fun doing that if that's your thing. And um, it's a dangerous tactic, though. I will say that because you'll be like, oh, I just built something that's really cool, but I didn't buy into uh, the first order. And then you're $300 short uh, next week because you want, you want to fly what you built. But it's a really good way, I thought. Uh, you know, I think it's a really good way to um, just get familiarized with with the different things and the different interactions. All right. 
All right, so let's 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 keep it rolling. I got another question here. This is from Cool Blade. Skipping Ryan. Nope. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Sorry, right, sorry, Ryan. You didn't jump in. I I, I thought Ryan you were, exists. I, I, I know Ryan exists. Or do I? Bum, bum, bum. I, I don't all know. Right. I haven't seen you in like a year and a half. Our, who knows? <laughs> this is all a simulation. It's all a recording. All right. So um, I actually think so. Marcel's bring up the point of trying as much experience yourself, uh, even if it's just on the on the list building aspect. It just gets you familiar with the cards and everything. Um, I'd say another approach you could take if you're if you really want to be someone who just wants to focus on this is my thing. This is this is the factions. These are the only things I want to pay attention to and focus on. Because I know if I go down the road of looking at other stuff, I'm going to spend money, and I can't do that because my wife says I can't, uh, and etc. Whatever my parents say I can't, whatever. So, or for everyone, a husband says I can't. Doesn't matter. You're a person. You have financial limitations, as might be a reason. But I'd say find the friend or another player that you feel comfortable and you're confident in their abilities to play those factions you're less familiar with and play more games with them. As you're playing, don't be quiet the whole time. Both discuss step-by-step just for your practice and for you getting used to it, what's happening, the interactions that are likely to take down or like likely to happen. Like in the beginning of a game, instead of just being all like, you know, okay, dials, put ships down, be super quiet as if it's like a tournament trying to keep you know, stuff away from each other. So I don't keep telling my secrets, like lay it all out for them. You know, if you're, if you're helping this person, you want to tell them, all right, this is what I'm probably trying to do because I'm trying to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And if I do these things, it's going to end up good for me in this faction because of how I've built this list or something. Um, do it in the post game too. If, if you feel that the mid game talk just takes the game too long, just be open to post-game discussions. And the biggest thing, like I said, is just making sure you're with someone that no matter what happens in the game, even if you feel discouraged by other times you've played against X factions, you can come away after the game with the person you play with, learning more and feeling more positive about your future games against those factions than feeling discouraged about facing them in future games. I want to piggyback off of that uh, and, and mention something I've done in the past. And it's uh, essentially like I play, I bring my rebels, I face off against Empire, and the Empire is like, those rebel ships are so good. Uh, and I'm like, switch me them. I'll fly your Imperial list and you fly my rebel list and take what we learned from the first game and see if you can replicate it or try something new. If you have like that friend who you get a lot of games in with, or you're going to do like a double header, right? Like, oh, we got time for two games, but you don't want to set up like a different list. That could be an avenue to explore. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, I like that. And one, one of the things also, depending, we're talking about playing games, there's different ways to play as well. Similar to kind of picking up, backing off of what Ryan was saying, um, you know, you can not only communicate during the game, if, you're de- if you've determined that the purpose of that game was to practice 
whatever it is you're trying to figure out. Let's say you're just working on openings. Let's say you're just working on, on learning how to move a specific ship and you don't really care too much about engagement. It's more about trying to get a feel for it. You don't have to play the full 75 minutes. Hit the reset button. Just like, all right, re-rack. Let's go, let's go again. Let's go again. Now, that's something you have to communicate with your opponent. Um, but, uh, you know, it just, just depends on what you are, are looking for. Also right? known as flip the table. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a, in TTS, not IRL. Don't do that in real life. That's not cool. Okay? That's not cool. And you could also, you could hurt somebody. All right, Marcel. We're going to have to nail the showdown mat down. <laughs> We've just gotten too used to it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, let's see. We're at 9.30. All right, you know what? Let's, let's, let's hit a couple more of these, all right? Um, so how familiar are you guys with the Alphabet Squadron books? Have you guys taken a look into those yet? Not yet, but I definitely want to. I'm books. assuming it's got letters in it. Many, many letters. The Three words, two. books worth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then that, that question, uh, that doesn't, uh, that, that one doesn't work. All right. Well, here, I... I there was a question. I I I, try, I was scouring my inboxes. I could not find who asked this question. Okay, I could not find who asked this question. But the question, uh, I'm going to try to give the general. It was written much more concise than what I'm about to do. Um, but essentially, their question. And by the way, if this is you, let me know if this is you in the chat, and you can give us this answer one of the things that this player was struggling with and they were asking about was they are struggling kind of mentally with the I, the balance between their creativity and list building versus meta expectations and what we know and what they cited was you know they said i love the community i love being a part of all of this but one thing that they've noticed for themselves is because they pay attention so much to podcasts and and the um, you know and, and and the games and all that that because as a community we we can quick we pretty quickly solve the meta right like we we can figure out pretty quickly what are what are some of the best combinations and all that now i i still believe that we usually i don't think we ever find all of them like there's always something that probably gets left out on the table but we can pretty quickly identify what are some of the best things in the game at the moment they feel that sometimes their creativity gets uh they, they lose that part they, they feel that they lose that part of of their list building because they you know they maybe start going down a list building road and they say well you know i wanted to experiment with uh with dace bonearm but i i know because of all of the data that exists that i pay attention to that it's bad and i shouldn't go down this road it's pointless so, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the exact question that they asked with that. But I guess what are, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Is there, is there a, a – how do you find the balance between, I guess, playing and building for fun 
and building for competition? Maybe that's the core of the question. We get a lot of a lot of blank stares. Um, you know, I and I know a couple people. I build for what I like to fly, but then I play it. Uh, well, not always. Sometimes I play it in a tournament and I do terrible, and 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 then I flip my virtual table. But um, just. Build what you like, and experience will tell you if it's good or bad. I don't know how else to say it. Like, and the more you do it, the more you'll start getting a hang for like, for like what will work and what won't work. So if you want taste bonar to work, um, that just just try it a couple times, build around it, and see how it does. Ideally, you're doing it in a casual environment. Um, but also know that if you're doing it in a casual environment, your opponent is probably flying in a casual environment with a casual list also. So don't put too much stock in the results of a casual night. Um, but um, but but you can. I, I would say the more you do it, the more you get a hang of it. Uh, one of the things that 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 you know we talked about this in in um you know in a lot of different podcasts, not just one. Like we've talked about it a lot about what makes you know what what takes you from being you know outside of just natural gift like some people are just gifted at chess some people are just gifted at x-wing outside of uh just a natural gift what takes a person from a just regular you know 500 player or sub 500 player to making the cut consistently is being able to learn from your mistakes um so that's what i would say like if you're building things with ships that you want to be good but are not actually good you have to be willing to at the end of the game um break down what actually happened in the game and why you lost and if you say well i lost because i didn't get the dice that i wanted or i lost i, I think it's probably a clear giveaway I lost because I couldn't get my trick to work. If you can't get your trick to work, it's probably not a good trick. It's, you know, it's, um, so that's probably what I would say is just uh, fly what you have fun flying. Build the things that you think are good. Like get wacky with it because that's usually, you know, like uh, we, we talk about Peritani. Uh, now we don't talk, but back in 1.0, there was uh, Peritani, right? Uh, nobody was flying a tiny mind link at the time, and then all of a sudden – you know, Paratani came out as like, oh, a tiny mind link, uh, which at the time was a card that, uh, if you think about it now, like it would rule but, the universe now. Right, yeah. Um, but it, everybody it, thought like, oh, like one person takes stress and then everybody gets stress. Sure. But then also one person takes focus and everyone gets focused. Like they, um, it took one person to say like, eh, this card's not so bad. Let me, let me build something. So go ahead and go ahead and get wacky with it. Uh, build the things that you like. Uh, put the dice bonars out there. Put the. Um, uh, uh, I was gonna mess up that person's name, but that I'm messing up that person's name would have been a strike for Dion's channel. Uh, uh, but it's something with an O F F at the end <laughs> that gets double stress. I mean, gets double focus after Kater. <laughs> um, I'll let you guys figure that out. 
but anyway, like build the things that you want to build, and then um, if it's bad or if you lose, be honest with yourself and say, was it? Is it a bad list? And did I lose because I did not give myself the best opportunity to win, or did I lose because I? You know, there's still something to this, but I'm, but there's better choices that I can make. I don't know. And, and what I think something else on top of that is we have seen instances of people bringing something that we're like, wow, this is, an, this is a combination we've never seen, and it does really well. But one person, I know I talk about him a lot, but that's because he's, he's done this pretty consistently. Um, you know, both Matt Carey, the two people who come to my mind are Matt Carey and Nicholas Gott. Those two players have more than once brought a list that on paper people went, at the time, this is trash. This is bad. Why would you play this, right, in a vacuum? If you, if you didn't have any names connected to it, you go, Why? do you guys remember there was a time when we looked at the Inquisitor, like the generic Inquisitor, and said this was bad? Like that that was a community thought. The Conquisitor was bad. And then Matt Carey at Gen Con went, let me show you something real quick. And did it. Nicholas God has brought many weird lists with funky combinations and made cuts many times. Like it is there are there are multiple times where we've seen people take the unexpected, the community opinion of a ship and subvert the expectations because they figured out the trick that works. All right. Now you might not always be able to find that, but that's part of the hunt. If, if that's what you're looking for, you could, you could try to be that person, try to find that, that trick or, or that combination that people won't see coming. And, uh, and who knows where you end up from there. Any other thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, I think the the mindset is: Are you building for competitive play? Because then there there is like math involved on uh, competitive squads of why they hit so hard, why they defend so well, like why they. Uh, like, oh well, this list just has free modifiers. No wonder they roll dice so well. Like that, uh, so it's hard to break through that competitive um, meta, if you will, uh, because the requirements for those top tier lists are so high. Uh, things like Sloan giving like rerolls, we saw Disciplined giving out like free modifications, uh, things like that. But if you get out of that mindset and just look for, um, Essentially, trying to make—I don't—I don't want to keep using your dice, uh, your dice bone arm joke, uh, but <laughs> or I will continue to. Like, if you, um, because I will say that I've, man, I—I I know you guys have built uh, lists. I have built thousands, maybe ten thousand lists uh, in my time. And so I've seen it all. I've looked at every combination, right? So what really gets me jazzed about list villain is that one pilot. I'll be like, all right, how do we get days to sing? Like, how many ions can I realistically actually put onto a ship? Um, and like that's that's what sparks 
uh, what I want to say, like joy in uh, my list building. Where I'm like, oh yeah, Lork's going to pass off the evade, and that evade's going to trigger a juke. You didn't see that coming. Uh, That's enjoyable, but like I said, if your goal is to punch through the meta and come out with like, uh, someone, someone mentioned it as well, uh, fair off with the aggressors, right? Like, if you, at, at the time, if you would have been like, oh yeah, I'm flying fair off. Uh, who? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? And, yeah, and, which, and look, look where, in? look where that got us, right? Like we have, uh, uh, we have a Galact, where, where's, where's a Sloan card from my desk? I, I think I moved him, but we have a, the, our Galactic it's like, it's cha- like X'd out, right? <laughs> like, we have a Galactic, like the, our Galactic Championship 2020, all right. All right, right? Like we have a, a card based off of that list with aggressors and that had Faroff in it because somebody took a risk and figured out the way it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, By the way, took, they, pr- these p- prizes have are, are being shipped. All right, e- every day. So be expecting them was, if you played in Flight Club. It was a beautiful art. Um, but yeah, I mean that's uh, and like obviously uh, that Faroff list was an extension of uh, rank and ties. And we're like, well, ties to have a terrible time on target. Let's get a ship that has more time on target. Well, I need a, I need a Sloan carrier. Who's got a defensive ability. So it just kind of took what was good and then just kind of warped it into something, uh, just different. And that's, uh, not easy to do. Um, but like I said, the, the things that punch through like those Nicholas God lists and, uh, what you're talking about, the Inquisitors, their uh, modifications and like their uh, their damage output is so high that that's what gets it competitive. So it's not easy. I wouldn't feel bad for not being able to do it. Ah, I found. I, thank you. Hello, world. It was Terrace, T-A-I-R-E-S, who asked this question. Um... I think I think we could dive deeper into their question at a later date, but I, I thought the paragraph was was uh, in a different place than I was expecting. Uh, so so yeah, Terrace. Hopefully hopefully we uh, you know we hit some of that. Ryan, you got anything else for that one? Um. So if you're if you don't want to go with the sort of crowd on the meta, but you want to be able to still like if your goal is to still compete. I, as I've made mention in the past, I'm always an advocate of not going so deep into counter play territory to where you're making and investing a lot of your own list to counter one or two things. What you want are tools. You have stuff in the toolbox, right? You don't shove your entire toolbox with completely hammers. You have wrenches. You have screwdrivers, you got pliers. It's a lot of tools to help deal with any situation. Now, your toolbox might not be able to fit everything, and that's your points limit, right? So you got to figure out what you need for the job. And if you if take some time, and this is what I enjoy. So Will likes to enjoy like finding the one aspect and just building on it for fun because he's built so many lists and seen everything, right? I enjoy looking at a meta that is either developing or that's just beginning. 
and seeing what I believe to show up and what is going to not counter it, but is going to be a tool or something that could be used against it. I may have had this little tidbit in the past, but I think it's might be time for resistance players. This is an example to look at Ferrosphere paint. Tracer missiles, false transponder codes, disciplined. All three powerful things we know, and other ships that just in general like to lock. If they don't have any bullseye, they just straight get stressed. Is it something that you should press the clone button in your entire list? No. Is it a tool that could be pretty valuable? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, that's just an example of something that could be, that's underlooked now that you have, me as an example, have identified as this potentially has more use now than it used to because it has gone down at points, it used to be more expensive. And there are things going on in the meta that makes it more valuable to use in wider spread lists, whether it's, like I said, scum and separatist fire sprays using FTC. It's uh, tracer missiles that are used in multiple lists. It's even someone like X1 Vader who loves to target lock. Sure doesn't want to get stressed for doing so, right? So, you know, will it be the reason you win a whole event? No, but it's the tool in the toolbox that you've added that, you know, now you might have to take another tool out but that's the, this is the decisions you have to make. And you know what? You don't know until you try it, right? And if you are someone that wants to try the stuff that's not in the meta, that's the kind of stuff you want to look out for. You know, I just thought I just thought of your your you know Ferris for your paint. Um, so if somebody throws a tracer at you and you're not in any of their bullseyes, you could stress an entire squad. You're just like, and I 100%. just ha- handed out five to six stress right there. Yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed, you know, us getting back to some questions of the week. We, we absolutely love answering these. They're super fun. Uh, now we're going to hit list of the week. Now we're going to do it a little bit different. We got one list we're going to be looking at and we're going to try to tweak it together as a team. So let me go ahead and flip on over to that screen so that we can take a look at this so our uh, our list is brought to us by matthew chules leclerc he says hey guys looking for any help i could get with this key factor i want to keep gamut and canaan those are non-negotiables they don't have to keep the same upgrades but i would definitely like to keep at least those two somehow in the list hopefully mall two question mark so what's the list we got gamma key in the hawk 290 with false transponder codes and moldy crow we got kanan in the hawk 290 with mall crew and false transponders then we have victor hell with cutthroat contraband cybernetics false transponder codes and stealthivites and rounding out the list we have tapusk with just false transponders at 199 all right guys so um, one of the things i think i identify really quickly is i think we have an offense problem I think it's the first thing I see. I think we have an yeah, offense that's, problem. That's why I was going to count. Like only two ships have three attack dice. 
Like, that's not very much. And a four ship build, that's not very much. Mm -mm. And there's no bombs as well. So like the only the only way you can do damage is a, uh, shooting your two dice side arcs. Mm -hmm. Not great. Not a great start. Ryan, what are your initial thoughts? I definitely agree on the offense problem. Um, I think... So I've generally uh, kind of gone with if I'm investing in Maul Crew on Kanan, I think I want to I want to move Moldy Crow. I think Moldy Crow should be f moved from Gamut onto Kanan because hmm. he himself is more survivable with his ability with Maul, and it's already worth more points. I think it's better to move Moldy Crow to Kanan, and then I would even consider making Gamut a full support ship and putting Protector Gleb on Gamut Key. Okay. All right. And I mean, I, I'd be down. I, I'd be down with and that. And then, it, and then it's figure out. I, I think. I don't know if you guys. What do we? I, I think we. The, the Victor Hell thing is interesting because you got Cutthroat and Stealth Device. It's a three dice ship. You don't. It's fifty five points. Uh, give or take, how much you want to invest in it, but. I don't know about Tapusk. I think we need to swap Tapusk with something else. Yeah. Yeah, literally, literally any three attack dice ship. Yeah. So what, what can we, what can we get? For I mean, so if we cut Tapusk and all we did here was transfer, right? You said transfer Kanan, Moldy Crow. Now I think one of the problems that that does create is Kanan is now seventy points. So mind you, he's super defensive, but that could be a problem. But mind you, this is just taking points from one place to another. This doesn't really change the equation. It's still a hundred and six points between these two hawks. I'm going to continue the duck duck goose though. Okay, Cause go ahead. Because my, my man here wants to fly three hawks, and we cannot deny the man three hawks. Well, he didn't say um, that. He said he wants he wants Gamut and Kanan is what he asked for. Yeah, but he put three hawks, so we got to honor the three hawks. Uh, there's an, um, Not if he wants to do damage. The, the new hawks. <laughs> the new hawks like um, the turret arcs the old hawks don't so I, I like palob so you got gamut cannon and then palob adds more of that defensive and then uh palob actually benefits um i like palob with uh moldy crow instead of cannon with moldy crow but we're, we're at 101 point uh 201 points now yeah i don't know why we're I don't need false transponder codes. Uh, where, where? Okay, but I, I still, I still think I, you have the same problem, though. We, we still have an offense problem. I meant we don't need the false transponder codes. I got moved, by the way. Now I'm Victor Hell. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. You're not I, flying I, this I think, list for offense. You're flying this list to just laugh at people and saying you're not going to kill. But that's anyone. not. He, he, he oh, literally right, asked. But you're also us. not killing them. The, the whole point of him at he and he said in the he's in the chat right now. He said, "Yeah, I've been having a bit of an offense problem. We've identified the problem. Let's fix the problem. The problem is that he wants to fly three hawks and he's got no offense. We need another three attack die ship in there." I'm sorry. I got my yeah. voice back. I'm 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 coming <laughs> on strong. All right. So we can do what we can use. It's it's probably not something you would want to um, 
to finish off just a four ship list, but I know it's a will favorite. If we, I don't know if you've put Gleb on on, on Gamut yet, but whether it's Gleb oh, or False no. Transponder, either way, um, how many? What's what's your leftover points right now? Can, can, can we try something? Can we j just for now to see if we can get some insurance here? Can we drop Maul? Like I know it's good. I know it's good. I know it's good. I know it's good. But well, basically, I, I was getting to allow the fit points for a zealous recruit Fang. So, if the whole point is flying cannon and uh, the uh, um, G, why why can't we fly gamut with fly gamut with? Uh, as a crew why does it need to be i mean uh, then we have more options true but that is right. a, if, if they're in the chat they can answer if they're okay with just gamut crew are you okay with just gamut crew or are you willing to be wrong and lose for eternity <laughs> yeah that pilot's still solid though with uh gleb i think but Looks oh, like oh, he said Gamut doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to be in the Hawk. Nope. All right, gone. That changes <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right, so the, so the question, it, and this might be uh, that he was trying to protect the Hawks, but, like, it's target priority. And right now, you have no reason to shoot at Victor Hill. As long as Kanan's on the board, absolutely no reason. With the stealth device and the the getting it back and yada, yada, yada. Um, I think you need to get some ships who actually are going to dive in to the fight and draw some fire. Uh, so I think we need some Fang Fighters in there. I'm looking at old T maybe. Uh, get some Joy Wreckoff. That puts us to... Can you put Gamut on painting? There's nothing stopping him, right? Mm, no, but we we right now we are at 202 points. Oh, I'll well, say I don't. Oh, uh, why are we yeah. so? I mean, is okay. High so, on a 55 point victor. I was, that's no. where I was going. I'd that's rather, where I was I'd going have next. Old T for 56 every day. Every day, he's already brought the stealth device <laughs> with his natural three agility. You know what we're missing? We're missing a nice little, um, what are they called? The autopilot drone. Uh, not the autopilot drone itself, but the people that wish they were autopilot drones, but they're real human beings, not droids. Um, oh, you don't like L3? Yeah, I was gonna yeah say that L3. one, any of those other three, Lando what, what? L3 or... <laughs> What what about this though? What about this? I I since we dropped jo we dropped um, uh, stress guy Victor, Victor Hell. Hell. We dropped Victor Hell. What if we what if we do this? We got Kane in with Maul. We still got, got two ships with only two attack dice though. And I feel terrible flying any scum list without Zam. Where's the Zam? You're right. Get Maul out of there and put some Zam in there. We need some Zam in our life. We also don't have a Moldy Crow right now. Not sure where yeah, we want it. That's rough. Put the Moldy Crow back on Kanan. He needs it. If you, you yeah. that, I, I, and this is coming from a guy who never puts Moldy Crow on their ship. 
but Kanan, he needs it. He needs to be contributing to the fight. Um, All right. Well, we just don't have a big enough heavy hitter to allow that kind of stuff. So that gives us three three attack die ships. We then we got thirty seven points and no gamma key yet. Yeah, we also got a torp on. Uh, put this this key go here. This key go on 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 Kanan, and now we have thirty one points to put in one more ship. Jumper with him. What do you think about that? Ooh, a quaddy. It fits twenty nine. We got a two point bid. I like I like that. Yeah, is there anything? Mm. Drop, uh, drop your false transponders for uh, torpedo them. On Joy, go for the, the ion torp. Bam. Uh, That's even to yeah. Hundo. I, I, I like this. I think, I think we... I think we th did we solve it? At least we got a we got a variation. We we met the expectations, I think. I think, I think so. Uh I mean you have a I mean that Jakku could be I like Sarko personally, but uh not everybody does. Um They're all twenty nine points. Take your take your take your uh pick your I poison. Like, I like Sarko. Uh Sarko gets the three agility if he does a three speed maneuver. I think is oh yeah there you uh, go pretty pretty good uh you lose the initiative one tractoring for initiative two but uh I think it's uh more defensible but now he, here's the thing I want to I want to yeah. I want to argue with somebody in the chat for fun so hello world says why wouldn't you upgrade the Jakku pilot they're all 29 a higher initiative is not always an upgrade I will tell you that depending on the meta you might want to be initiative one so that you can move first so I, I feel pretty good about initiative two circle plank and I like your 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 point there, Will, being able to get that extra agility. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. Onkar reduces his agility if he tractures himself, and I'm not yeah. a fan of that. No, um, no, no, no. But yeah, you have someone so you could gamut key uh circle plank if need be. If he's gonna go in there and tractor beam, you could uh do it for because at that point it's kind of like a coordinate. So a coordinate that's not an action. Mm -hmm. Where you can keep a uh, focus on Joy, so she can come in with the target lock. Uh, same thing with old T. I think it uh, could work. We still end up with three three attack dice ships, but I mean, it's, we, we went up from two. We had two before only. Uh, I mean, if you shoot at one of these fangs, range one, and you don't get your range bonus essentially because of Kanan, and they get a free evade. Oh, you're having bad times. <laughs> uh, plus the combination of uh, Gamut Key with uh, the Quad Jumpers Space Truck Tractor Array. Mm -hmm. You can actually keep out some tractors onto people as well. So, okay. I like Cannon with uh, Zam, Moldy Crow, and Thermal Detonators. Zubio with Gamut Key Thermal Detonators. Old T, because old T is good, and Zealous. So you still get your your the same ships, so well the same types of ships. Uh, the only difference is you get a couple bombs in there. You get Zam to make Cannon a little extra punchy, and you still get your your blocker initiative one uh, and bombs. If you're if you're struggling to push bombs, now you got eight bombs to to throw in there. 
But Zubio, uh, could you? Did they ever rule that you could you could one forward drop and then two drop backwards? Yeah, can you do you the front drop and back? one forward and then you can drop backwards one or two. You, they just don't have oh, to be the same. Di- you just have to drop different. Different. You can't drop the same one twice. So you can drop one forward and one or two backwards, one and two mm. backwards, two backwards, one forward. I, I don't think you could go one forward oh, yeah. and one backwards. Oh, it's yeah, got to be can. a different template. What? It is a different template. It's a it's, different yeah, but if one. you if you it's, launch it versus drop it, it's the same template. It's not. The, well, maybe, maybe. But even still, you can drop one in the front, one in the back. I don't know the the details there, but um. Uh, yeah, that way you get eight bombs. Bombs is auto damage. You get cannon with Zam. Zam is shooting twice or shooting with target locks. You get old T, and then you get uh, you get a blocker with uh, that's a nice little, um, you know. Head to head blocker there. I, I, so, you, so you move the blocker to the fang essentially instead oh yeah, of yeah. Uh, quad jumper. 100%. Because, uh, cost, you know, Zubio is going to be gametting king and he's going to be tractoring and doing all kinds of other fun stuff. Huh. And then I... you get, you cover cannons back too. I mean, eight bombs is good. You can drop four per turn. Yeah. I mean, it's a way to go. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I honestly don't like this. I don't like this one. I like the fact that Zam's on there. I don't like this Constable Zuvio. Not this build. Marcel loves Constable Zuvio. I know. I know. Well, you can actually switch him to, and I like Constable just because he can get a little more creativity with it. But uh, for some crazy reason, every single quad jumper is the exact. So if you want Ankar in there, just throw Ankar in there. It makes no difference in this particular case. All right, so uh, Ryan, you have any other strong strong thoughts on on either of these or or a different uh, different variation on the um, theme? I was trying to put something together that would be uh, a, a slightly different take. Um, what if? You so you have Kane and you have Gamma Key. Both are still there. Both are piling the locks. Uh, I have Kane with Moldy Crow and Maul. Uh, do you want me to send you the link so it's yeah. easier to process it? Okay. So uh, we have Kanan with Moldy Crow and Maul. Gamma Key with Protector Gleb and Thermal Detonators. Um, Sarasu with Ion Cannon and Genesis Red with Cutthroat and Proton Torpedoes. Um, I like Genesis Red in squads with Gamut Key that have obviously Gamut Key's ability and Protector at Club. That does actually provide pretty consistent chance that Genesis Red's gonna get a double modified Proton Torpedo, not even including Genesis's own ability. Sarasu's backing up the rerolls defensively on top of Kanan's ability seems very, very defensive, like really tough to crack um, on top of Gamut providing those extra modifications. So, um, and then I put in patience on Kanan because I think that's actually potentially, now that you have two force, uh, a, a goodbye for two points, that could be thermals on Kanan, that could be FTC on Kanan, whatever you want to do. 
but oh. that's just my take. I, I think there's something with Sarah, Sue, and Kanan, and I like the combination of Gamut and Genesis Red. Whether or not they work in a list by themselves together, I don't know, but I think the two pairs work well with each other. So we ended up with three different flavors. I, I do like Genesis Red flying with a Moldy Crow in the list because you can target lock your friends. Yep. You're not going to get your Proton Torpedo off, but it'll get you two focuses. Or the turn before, Gamut Key could coordinate Genesis Red and evade. Genesis can go to a focus, and then Gamut Key can tell him to keep all that, and the next turn just needs to lock, and you still have your full suite of tokens. Wow. Ooh, now you got to be careful, though. Genesis Red will lose all of his tokens if he does lock, though. Oh, is that okay? Do you, do you yeah, the second, the first oh, part. Okay. Oh, yeah, you better be careful with that one. Yeah, you got to get the uh, right. lock first. Yeah, yeah who, knew, get the lock. who knew that or, Genesis Redwood uh, was the uh, gamma key? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got uh, nerfed from first edition, which is very the strangest person to nerf, but <laughs> sure. uh, it is true. Max was having a bad day that same that day. Like, man, red, I'm really nah, do not like this Gamma Key or this uh, this Genesis Red. I mean, nah, he, nah, he nah, came nah. he came out and just told us, yeah, all those translations for the uh, the conversion kits. That's me. Like he came out and said it. So anytime there's something wrong with the conversion kit, call up Ma Max. Why you hate this pilot? You just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we ended up with three different flavors. Let's go ahead and give Chules his three different flavors. The uh, the um, the Michigan variety here. We have Kanan with Patience, Maul, Moldy Crow, Gamma Key, and the Hawk with Protectorate, Gleb, and Thermal Detonators. Then we got Sarasu with Ion Cannon and Genesis Red with Cutthroat and Proton Torpedo. The Marcel Manzano flavor. We got Kanan in the Hawk with Gamma Key and Moldy. Sorry, no, no, you had uh, Zam there, right? No, wait, did I, did I, I'm looking at the wrong one. Oh, no, this was ours. Yeah, I think that's Will's, right? That's Will's, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Lies, lies of the Jedi. I just had the wrong the wrong one. Here we go. Uh, the Marcel flavor is Kanan with Zam, Thermal Detonators, Moldy Crow, Constable Zuvio in the Quad Jumper with Gamma Key, Thermal Detonators, Old T, and then uh, the Zealous Recruit, both naked. And then, last but not least, the Will Dion collaboration. We got Kanan with Gamma Key, Moldy Crow, Old T, Joey Rekoff with Ion Torpedoes, and then Sarko Plank for a little bit of defensiveness. So, Chules, you got a couple of options there. Hopefully, uh, you play around with some of those and uh, and you have some fun. I know on uh, on Saturday, was it Saturday? I got to play with Gamma Key. It might have been the week before. Anyway, Gamma Key has a, has a lot of fun. A lot of interesting potential there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play around with that a little bit. Maybe maybe this Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, guys, that's been the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We covered a lot, a, a myriad of different topics today. Reminders, this weekend, Galactic Championship, Moncala is starting up. May 22nd, we got the Gold Squadron Showdown. Um, not next week, but the week after that, we got the uh, GSP Showdown Draft. Next week, we'll be breaking down Moncala. Uh, lots, lots of content planned here for the next couple of weeks. Just absolutely uh, excited about the uh, the upcoming uh, schedule and being able to talk during it is is just a bonus. 
Just a bonus. Uh, any other things that we're missing before we head out today, my friends? I don't think so. We hit, we hit, we hit a lot of things. So I'm excited to uh, see what happens. And um, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens now. We will be live this Wednesday with some more Gold Squadron Flight Club. I'll be facing off against some more of our community members. I got to get my reps in so that I can prepare for Ryan, Marcel, and Will. Got to get those reps in, man. Uh, you, you, the, the training, the training is going down. <laughs> now with this last expansion, there is... Um way more A-wings that you're going to have to find a way to get off the table because um, you're going to have to be... Uh, something tells me you're going to play against a lot of A-wings in a couple weeks. You know what? Maybe. Maybe so. But either way, I, I, I am ready to ha even... What's, what's the saying they say? Um, even a bad day playing X-Wing is a good day, right? So... <laughs> So if if my if May twenty second is nothing but Will Marcel and Ryan beating me over the head with A wings, then so be it. I I am ready. My body is ready. Um. Uh, go GSP Flight Club four games. Uh, it'll be three games. We've reduced it down to three games. That will we have a little bit more uh, time in between games to talk to people. And uh, that last game was just getting really, really late on Wednesday nights. So, uh, and it was I was suffering from lack of sleep. And I got I got to get I got to get my 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 cuddles on my cuddles on. Also, super random factoid for the day: I got new socks today, and I'm so happy. Th th there is. Th as an adult, when you get new, like brand new socks, oh, it's all good. So good. That's all I got to say. No, they're not Star Wars socks, unfortunately, because the, the problem is like finding high quality socks that are also Star Wars is really difficult. Like these are, these are like my favorite, favorite type of socks. I don't want to go, I'm not going to give them a company endorsement, but I like, I like this, these socks. I got two packs. You got some Fruit of the Looms. No, no, I, Fruit I, of the Looms. No, no, feel it. Are, are you? Are, I, I, I feel like you're throwing shade, but no. no I'm not. Mine are, I think, like aces or something. I don't even know what mine are. Something with an A. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just like the ones I got, and and that that that's all I got. All right, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you had a good time today. Before, let, let's see. Let me see if I can remember the thing that I'm gonna end up remembering as soon as we turn it off. Is, am I gonna find it? Did, mm -mm. did you remember Might as well to, replugged uh, it was this weekend I, I was gonna say yeah Damn. make sure people know about this weekend yep okay yeah this weekend Moncala May 1st be there or be square if you're playing or if you want to play there's still plenty of space and if I go take a look right now I know people want to know we got those uh, exclusive target locks only a hundred uh, a hundred per qualifier let's go ahead and take a peek to see how many uh, are left for this weekend now I had somebody ask do you what are you going to do if the target locks don't sell out for a certain uh, a certain qualifier? We'll just sell them afterwards. Like, that's the plan. I have no need to keep 100 sets of target locks, okay? But essentially, if you 
pay for them as part of your ticket it guarantees you get it first in line if you want to roll the dice and wait for it later that that could be you if you'd like all right but i mean if you want to guarantee it that's uh that's the way to do it let's go take a peek right here there's five left all right that's it all right everybody we'll talk to you later may 1st be there or be square 9 a.m player meeting 10 a.m dice are rolling eastern daylight time don't forget thanks for watching be smart be safe gold squadron out thank you to iso danko baffle trojan prophet shadow Tycho, spice raider lancer and fallen our grand admiral patrons and all of our gold squadron patrons and community members thank you so much for your support gold squadron out